Coming up, the Devils get a big win at MSG, and the Oilers pull off a comeback overtime victory. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL, local experts on all of the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We are ready to recap all the action for you from Monday night. The Devils remain one of the hottest teams in hockey right now. They got their latest win by clawing their way back into things at Madison Square Garden. Locked On Devils happy with that scrappy effort and Locked On Rangers disappointed with the blown lead. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils, and here is my post-game reaction. So, the New Jersey Devils are on a win streak once again. They won their third straight game. This time, they beat the New York Rangers by a score of 5-3. to three. So, the Devils take game one of the Battle of the Hudson River. And even though the Devils allowed the Rangers to go up 2-0 within the first couple minutes of the game, they rebounded nicely. And that's the story the entirety of the season, despite the New Jersey Devils either losing or going down one to nothing, whatever the case might be. They know how to rebound and they know how to fight back. And they scored four unanswered goals after going down 2 nothing. So this is the kind of effort that fans are loving from the Devils. And this is what's making them different compared to previous years. And also, it's worth mentioning, and this is something I'm going to talk about in my next episode, which is if that game against the Toronto Maple Leafs went differently, like if because a lot of people felt like the Devils had that game robbed from them, so let's just say hypothetically they did win the game, then uh, it, with today's win, they would have won 17 straight games, which would have uh, tied the Pittsburgh Penguins all-time record. So that's a big what if you got to factor in, but I don't want to ruminate on it too much. The, the main thing is that the Devils came out with the win against their cross-river rival. The Rangers do not know how to play with a lead right now. What is going on, everybody? This is John Check with Locked On New York Rangers. And as I just mentioned, the Rangers really just have not been sharp this season. Whenever they have a lead, it's kind of gotten to the point where you know no lead really seems like it's safe when you're a fan of this team. Obviously, the Rangers got off to a really nice start in this one here tonight. They score two goals in the first 3-0-1. They're up 2 to nothing. Uh, it's about as good of a start as you could possibly ask for. But... Right now, the way the season has gone, and particularly the way things have gone recently, especially uh, the game against Edmonton, you know, when the Rangers have a lead, it's just really, really hard to feel good, and it's just in such stark contrast to what we saw last season. If this game had happened last season, and the Rangers are up 2 to nothing three minutes into the game, I'm feeling good, and man, we're going to cruise, we're going to come away with like a 5-1 to one win, everybody's going to contribute, everybody's going to play hard and pull their weight, and this season, it's just not happening. You know, the, the Rangers get a lead, and uh, we're at the point now where it's tough to feel good about it. Devils obviously came storming back, and the Rangers lose this one 5-3, to three, and we're going to have a whole lot more to talk about uh, on the next episode of Locked on New York Rangers, so do not miss it. The Oilers utilized every single second of regulation against the Panthers, netting the game-time goal with less than five seconds remaining and then finishing the job in overtime. Locked on Panthers and Oilers, break it all down. For the second straight game, the Florida Panthers lead late in the third period and find a way to lose. What is up, guys? It's Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, and the Florida Panthers lose to Edmonton Oilers by a final score of 4-3 to three in Alberta. And the Florida Panthers going into this one, they were 3-4-0 and when scoring first, and they added an overtime loss in this one. And the problem for the Panthers all season has been just not being able to cash in whenever they have a lead on the power play or even at even strength. And 
Matthew Kachuk got it going early. The the Panthers had a great rush to to tie the game with Anton Lindell finishing a, a power play goal, which was a very questionable goal in favor of the Panthers with Matthew Kachuk with a high stick to to eventually get it to Brandon Montour where it got uh, Stuart Skinner out of the net. But the Panthers, at times, they just were too much pinned in their own zone. And the Florida Panthers allowed Connor McDavid uh, to break free quite a few times. And Spencer Knight, the save percentage doesn't really say much when you look at the box score, but he kept the Panthers in this one. A lot of shot volume for, for him, 36 of 40. And on the last one to tie the game, uh, Aaron Eckblad was just a second late on the poke check, which Connor McDavid finds Evan Bouchard to tie the game. And then just right into overtime, McDavid and Dreisaitl, who else? Those two going two-on-one for the Oilers to get the game winner. So the Florida Panthers have issues with uh, maintaining leads, so and that's an issue. So listen to my recap of this 4-3 to three loss against the Edmonton Oilers. Make sure to listen to my next episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your team, every day. The Edmonton Oilers mount another comeback win as they beat the Panthers at home. Hi, I'm Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers. And as the great Kevin Quinn would say, Leon Dreisaitl, overtime winner! As Leon Dreisaitl brings the Oilers back from a late 3 Two deficit to beat the Panthers 4-3 in overtime. As Evan Bouchard got the tie with only five seconds left in regulation thanks to his seeing eye point shot that beat Spencer Knight who had a masterful game against the Oilers. 36 saves for him. As Stuart Skinner countered with 24 on 27 shots. A very solid game for the Oilers defense. As Leon Dreisaitl also getting back-to-back game winners in this one and Connor McDavid scoring his 17th goal of the season. Zach Hyman chipping in two assists on the game and also got a goal called back thanks to another kicking motion. The Edmonton Oilers improved to 12-10-0 on the season and are back at it on Wednesday against the Chicago Blackhawks in Chicago. Coming up, a shootout victory for Vegas. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online. It is the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. No matter what sport you are interested in, football, basketball, hockey, if you want to get in on the World Cup action, you can do that at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Golden Knights outlast the Blue Jackets in a four-round shootout yesterday. Locked On Golden Knights and Locked On Blue Jackets go over a defensive-minded matchup. The Vegas Golden Knights needed overtime plus a shootout to achieve victory in Columbus. Hey, everybody. Chris Golick, Locked On Vegas Golden Knights here. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't uh, maybe what Knights fans expected going into this game as a heavy favorite, but the weekend and the last few VGK games have been anything but pretty. So friends, two points is two points. Now we get a couple days off and some practice and continue the road trip on Thursday. For everything Vegas Golden Knights, please check out the Locked On Vegas Golden Knights podcast anywhere you find your podcasts. Your team every day. 
goal from Johnny Gaudreau, a goal from Boone Jenner, but it's the battle of the baby goalies that was the story of tonight's game as the Blue Jackets fall in the shootout to the Vegas Golden Knights. Jay Foster locked on Blue Jackets here. Like I said, Johnny Gaudreau gets his eighth of the season, Boone Jenner gets his ninth of the season, but for me, the story of this game is Daniel Tarasov, who didn't get the win, but did pick hold an eighth a 9-4-4 save percentage. Logan Thompson, rookie goalie for the Vegas Golden Knights, gets a 9-2-9 save percentage. And uh, not a lot of anything happened. Uh, a 3-2 win for the Vegas Golden Knights in the seventh round of the shootout. Both goalies were phenomenal. That's really the takeaway from this game. Uh, we're going to talk all about the game, all about Daniil Tarasov, and all about Logan Thompson in tonight's episode of Locked on Blue Jackets, wherever you get your podcasts. We're also over on YouTube. And uh, until you listen to that, make sure you stay locked on. A win is always that much sweeter when it's against your rival, and no doubt the Stars fans were pleased with the effort against the Blues on Monday night. Locked on Stars is happy to take us through the highlights postgame. Jason Robertson extends his point streak to 16 games, and the Dallas Stars get an authoritative 4-1 to win over their rivals, the St. Louis Blues. Hey everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast, coming to you just moments after the conclusion of the Stars' first contest of the season against their bitter rivals, the St. Louis Blues. In this game, uh, a little bit back and forth, but also very low scoring throughout the early stages of the tilt. No goals in the first period, only one in the second scored by Wyatt Johnston, his sixth of the season. The Stars rookie continuing to impress. And then the Stars offense exploded in the third period. Tied to Landria in the third line. Cook up another delicious opportunity and score a goal. And then Jason Robertson gets an unassisted, his 19th goal of the season and his you know 16th point straight in a game. It was kind of up in the air whether or not he was going to extend his point streak, but he put those... Uh, questions and concerns to rest near the end of the game. And then Miro Haskinen capping things off with an empty net goal. Good to see him get on the score sheet with the goal, even if it is uh, not a traditional goal that you might expect to see Miro Haskinen score in the game. But the Stars did everything in this matchup that they needed to in order to be successful. They played a lot cleaner on the defensive end and made life easier for Scott Wedgwood, who was kind of thrown into the fire. Jake Ottinger was expected to start based on what we saw from morning skate, but then he got sick. So Wedgwood asked to come in in an emergency situation. He played fantastic, saving 23 of 24 shots. And the Stars also making his life easier with some nice defensive plays around the net and making things really difficult for the Blues in terms of getting any sort of offensive flow and consistency going. But we'll talk about this game and break it down in its entirety on Tuesday's episode of Lockdown Stars, you can find it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast at absolutely free. And I can't wait to see you there. It was a solid ending to the road trip for the Maple Leafs as they topped the Red Wings yesterday. Locked on Maple Leafs impressed with a lot of the roster after a win. Hello, David Moore City here from the Locked on Leafs podcast. And the Toronto Maple Leafs just keep on winning on the road as they beat the Detroit Red Wings 4-2 at Little Caesars Arena extending their win streak to four games on this as they end the road trip. They will now return home a much happier team considering all the injuries and the black cloud over this team, given the depleted blue line that they were coming, uh, going on this road trip with. It wasn't just the Leafs continuing a streak though, as Mitch Marner now has 17 consecutive games with a point. It's now has them one back of Daryl Sittler and Ed Olchuk for the, 
longest point streak in Leafs history. Both of those guys have it at 18 games. He'll look to do that at home when the Leafs host the San Jose Sharks. Wasn't just Mitch Marner getting on the action too tonight as Austin Matthews scored. William Nylander then had another one 51 seconds later for his team leading 13th goal of the season. He's been impressive. He has had a great November for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But it's not just the goal scorers who are big on this night. Matt Murray made 38 saves as he continues to look stellar in his return from injury. And the Leafs were all, like, the Leafs had needed Matt Murray to be good tonight because the Red Wings were all over them at the start of the game. Toronto was down 1 0 early, but they stuck with it. Matt Murray made some big key saves to help the Maple Leafs kind of get back into it. It got to the point, though, where uh, the Leafs chased Red Wings starter Billy Huso from the game as after they scored their fourth goal. And that that's really where the difference in this game was. Goaltending, the Leafs had it. The Red Wings did not. Toronto capitalizing on a lot of their chances, especially getting a, bit, a power play goal, which was something that they had not been able to do on this road trip. So a lot to like from the Toronto Maple Leafs game tonight. And we'll break the, all that down on the latest edition of the Locked On Leafs podcast with my with uh, my co-host, Mike DeSeville. So make sure you guys tune in to that one. That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you so much for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Kanani Stevens. This is Locked On Game to Game.